We often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Ross Kincaid. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining the show today. I'm your host, Roz Kincaid, and you can connect with me at rozkincaid.com or at Soul Healing with Roz on Facebook and on Instagram. So how y'all doing? Y'all all right? I know me. I'm feeling much better. It feels like the energy has shifted and things are feeling much lighter for me. Uh, I hope they're feeling much lighter for you, too. Um, before we get into today's topic, and introduce our guest, I have to give a shout out, of course, to my sponsor, Shine Coaching and Consulting. Emily is an awesome business coach and an awesome marketing consultant. Plus, she's just good people and I ride with good people, you know. (laughs) Also, I want to say a special hello to my listeners all around the U.S., Hope you guys are staying safe and and staying well. I also want to say hi to my listeners in China as well as in Ireland. I thank you guys so, so much for listening. Y'all are making this show a success and I'm grateful for that. I appreciate it. Keep it up. Keep listening. Share it out. Also, don't forget that I am giving away four free distance Reiki sessions this month. To enter to win, you have to go to my website, roskincaid.com, and fill out that form on my home form on uh, on my homepage. I'm going to pick a winner each week and announce them on the show. And today, I'm going to be announcing today's winner at the end of the show. So stick around and see if it's you. It might be you. You never know. <laughs> Today uh, is special. Today's very special because I am kicking off uh, my energy healing series. I've been talking a lot about chakras and giving you a little bit of uh, intro information on energy. And now we're going to put that information to good use and and talk about how we can use that energy to heal ourselves. So throughout the month of April, I'm going to have some very distinctive guests on my show to talk about energy healing since we really all could, could use some these days. Come on, let's, let's not kid ourselves. Right. So today I'm going to start the conversation off with Reiki. Of course. (laughs) And so if you follow me for any amount of time on social media, or if you've even went back and listened to my very first episode about my story, you are familiar that um, Reiki is a large part of my story and it's been good to me and it's really, really helped me heal from a lot of my past issues and, and actually just stuff that's coming up in my adulthood, as well as the transform. And well, my special guest today, um, she has... She was my first Reiki practitioner, and at one point we thought well, we were we were related somewhere down in our family lines. So, without further ado, you guys, welcome to the show, Reiki practitioner and award-winning author of *In the Shadow of Light*, Tracy Cosley. Hi, Tracy. Hey, Roz. It's so <laughs> good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. This is so important that we talk about this energy healing Absolutely. right now. This time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you. I, I it was listen, it wouldn't I wouldn't have it any other way. It wasn't going to work any other way if I didn't have you on the show. I credit you with helping me to start down this path and I said if I'm going to talk about Reiki, I have to have Tracy Cosley on this show. For- <laughs> 
Well, thank you. There is no other place I want to be right now. So I am happy to talk about Ricky. Yay. So how are you doing? How are you in, in all of this? I'm actually doing really well. Yeah. I mean, the first couple of weeks were a little bit trying. Mm-hmm. Just this crazy new energy we've got going around on the planet. But I would say we've settled in. Um, this past week has been I think good. So. The mm-hmm. weather's been pretty good. Getting my exercise in. My oh, dog's a little annoyed that we were walking him so much. <laughs> Why this again? I just want to sleep. <laughs> um, but other than that, just keeping busy, writing, doing my own Reiki practice, you know, spending extra time with the family. So right. Doing right. really well here. Nice. Good. That's good to hear. I think, I think it's going around. I think people, I think not only with people practicing social distancing and really um, paying attention to their lives and their own personal self-care, I, I think too, that the the energy has shifted a lot. It's been more um, accommodating for us to to make changes, to see changes, and so it's good to hear that somebody else besides me is feeling the shift as well. So, absolutely, absolutely. So tell our audience about yourself and tell talk to to them about how how you and I met. Well, I am a um, Reiki master practitioner. I learned Reiki way back in 2003. Um, And so I've been practicing on and off (laughs) for about, I don't know, 17 years or so. Um, I, you and I met um, when I was the owner um, of Rising Phoenix Listic Center in um, Northern Virginia. And I specifically remember the day that you walked in. I remember kind of looking around and and I knew you were going to be my client and I just saw this look on your face like I don't know about this I I this is my last ditch effort for whatever's going on in my life but I'm going to give this a go and so you know it was very common and I appreciated that just because I was glad you were willing to give Reiki something new and different a try Mm. and um, I just remember our session just went awesome and I think a lot of change, uh, you know, things changed and opened up for you after Absolutely. That. So let me remind the audience that when I came to Tracy, when I sought her out or when I was seeking out Reiki, period, um, I was dealing with some fertility issues. My husband and I um, had tried to have our baby for three years straight with no success. And um, I had, you know, gone through um, IUI um insemination it wasn't successful I you know I was almost at the point of trying acupuncture but I at that point I'm like okay I'm I'm about tired of these needles let me do something else (laughs) and somebody recommended Reiki to me and um I went to the internet and I saw your face I saw your name and I don't know what it was it was something about I guess your energy that said to me, she's the one, she's it, go see her. And she's close by and she's 20 minutes away. So I was glad about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that just goes to show that, you know, energy travels, you know, absolutely. You anywhere. Yeah. Absolutely. It'll go wherever it needs to go. Uh, and and the audience is going to find out that the energy is intelligent. You don't, you don't really need to tell it where to go. It knows where to go. It's just you, as practitioners, it uses us as a conduit. It uses us to just to facilitate it. So can you um, talk a little bit about, you know, a little bit more about your path to becoming a practitioner? How did you find Reiki? Sure. Um, well, my whole life, I've been really, really interested in 
spirituality and spirit mm-hmm. in general, metaphysics. Mm-hmm. Um, I would read anything I possibly could to try to figure it out. It's when I was young, I started with, you know, why ghosts exist. And then I got older, you know, religion <laughs> and, and astrology and things like that. Cause I just wanted to know, I wanted to understand. And right. um, when I was uh, getting my master's degree in art history uh, in Savannah, Savannah College of Art Design, I needed a part-time job. And, you know, uh, they were kind of hard to come by. And there was this um, yoga center um, that was hiring. And um, I got the job. And soon after, um, they started talking about this thing called Reiki. And it was kind of difficult because I'd never, ever heard of it. And, um, you know, they tried to explain it to me. And I thought, oh, okay, I'll go for it. I'll give it a try. Mm -hmm. And it just blew my mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had a major amount of shift happen in my life at that time. And of course, I mean, why wouldn't I go through the rest of the workshops after that? Exactly. Um, It helped me understand, you know, what the energy body was, how to manage the flow of energy through my body, Mm. how important it was that I, I, practice self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the most important thing I think I really learned out of that. And to, you know, be aware of my surroundings and who I let around me because that affects my energy. Oh, as yes. Well. Oh, yes. Um, so that's kind of how that started. And I would say I practice just on myself um, for, you know, the following years, you know, I was in the workforce and, you know, stressed with work and I was a new mom and, you know, all these different things. And I just used it to kind of keep calm, cool, collected. And I would say probably around 2012, mm-hmm. um, I was working full time, but I was really having this draw to share Reiki with other people and be around other people who were practitioners and, you know, doing other types of energy work and things like that. And I just started having like little meetups, Reiki shares in my home and my basement. Really? (laughs) Yes, that's how it started. Oh, oh, man. And then come on over here and get this healing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I did. You know, and I think a lot of people experience this. They're not sure if they're doing it sometimes or they're afraid to share it or, you know, what have you. And it was just, I realized looking back, it was a way for me to grow my confidence with what I knew already and Mm -hmm. how to talk about it Mm -hmm. and how to share it with other people. And then word kind of started to spread and they wanted to learn how to do it. So I did my first classes from my home and my basement. And you know, looking back, I'm like totally mortified, but they went well. <laughs> but you do what you spread the energy and the love, right? So wow. um, that went well. And, you know, then the next logical step was, you know, why don't you step into making this your primary work? And everything just fell into place. So I left my full-time job. I opened up the place where you and I met mm-hmm. and I saw a lot of clients and I taught a lot of people and I really grew from that experience. And so I stayed there um, for a while until it was just time for me to move on to something else. And I still practice Reiki on myself. I still offer and, you know, help clients um, on occasion, but my primary work now is, is my writing career, as you had mentioned. So that's where I am right now. Wow. What a story. I I never knew some of those things about you. Like I just walk in and I meet you and I connect with you, but and and didn't really get the backstory. I I had no idea that you started teaching and doing Reiki shares at home. Like and 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 most people, most Reiki practitioners, that's how they get started anyway. They they do it in their home because it's most comfortable, it's mm-hmm. you know, easy access. But I I'm I'm not shocked, but I'm 
wow, I don't know what to say, but it's that feeling like you're a little bit afraid to put yourself out there. You're trying yeah. to live a double life almost. Um, and right. this is how it used to be. Maybe some people feel like this, but you know, things like this weren't always accepted as mainstream. And mm-hmm. I think they really are now. Um, but it wasn't always accepted as mainstream. So you must have to live two lives, you know, your public professional life mm-hmm. and then kind of in, on the side on the weekend as you did your Reiki and, you know, you had your meetups and things like right. that. Right. It, it's tough. It's, it, it's, it's really tough when you, you know, strike into this, this practice. I don't want to call it a business because it's a, it's a service, really. Absolutely you know, a service. It's, it's a service. And we use, and for all of you who, you know, are curious, we, we use money as an exchange of energy, you know, mm-hmm. People People sometimes use Reiki to, um, you know, to barter other other services, but because money is so easily accessible and, you know, most people have access to it, easy access to it. You know, we use money as the exchange of energy. But when you first do this stuff and you're right, you doing it in your home, you don't know how, what people are going to think and how your family's going to feel about it. And you kind of mm-hmm. just creeping around and like, yeah, I'm going over here, but you're really going to do, doing the Lord's work. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I agree with you on that. Definitely. <laughs> but, but that's the thing though. And, and what I picked up about your story, Tracy, is that you stepped out there. Um, when when you heard the call to be of more service to your community, to your family, to your friends, to yourself, really, you stepped out there and spirit just, you know, opened up the provision for not not only for this to be a success, for it to grow and for it to be big. And when it was time to move, it was time to move. And it's, and it's that um, that awareness that helps us to transform through Reiki, through other types of energy healing. So. I don't think I would have been able to develop that kind of awareness if I had never learned or decided to try Reiki. Mm. I think that's something that's really important and um, that anybody, you know, wanting to expand their intuition or their consciousness. I mean, Reiki is a really good starting place for that because it draws all your energy in. It helps you to become aware of your thoughts, your feelings, your desires, you know, what feels good to you and what doesn't. And being able to be okay with that and sit with that energy. Um, so I, I really honestly don't think I probably would be where I am on my path if I never did start Reiki or decided mm. to just give it a go. Wow. Just mm-hmm. got to step out there. You gotta <laughs> go, go with your gut, step out there. You got to follow the the, the pull mm-hmm. and, and just do it. At least find out about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So before, before we um, go to break in a few minutes here, talk about, if you could, um, for those who are unfamiliar, because I know we've been talking about Reiki um, a lot uh, so far and kind of in general terms, but could you start to explain what Reiki is and, and how it works for those who aren't familiar with it? Sure. Um, well, in its simplest terms, the word Reiki translates to universal life force energy. Uh, you probably heard something similar like prana and yoga or ki or chi. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's the same energy. We all have it flows through us. Um, when we are around other people, our energy is flowing back and forth. So it's always moving around. Um, but in Reiki, um, students learn how to purposefully 
channel that energy um, mm-hmm. on a, from a much higher, much stronger, much more powerful level. And by doing that, and as you as you mentioned earlier, being a conduit, it's kind of like being a piece of hollow bamboo. We just let that life force energy that's out there in the universe just kind of pour through us and into either ourselves for self-healing treatment or mm-hmm. client. And that energy moves through without needing to be directed. It knows exactly where to go, exactly what to do um, in order to facilitate that healing. But what it really does is it elevates the strength and the vibrational levels of the energy field. And the energy field includes the chakras, those energy meridians, Mm -hmm. the aura. And it also really pumps up the immune system Mm -hmm. um, and your bodily organs and cells. Uh, in the physical body. So that's what it does uh, in big picture. But really, I mean, we're such a stressed group of people <laughs> on the earth right now. Understatement. And, you know, <laughs> that is an understatement. <laughs> and on its most basic level, you know, Reiki can help deliver an overall calm and sense of balance and well-being in the body, mind, and spirit. That's right. That's I, it. I, it I helps you that. rest. And when you rest, the body can heal and do what it needs to do on its own. And so, so I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah. So on a, on a, on a simple, very simple form, that's what Reiki is. And as far as a session usually goes, and I'm talking about as a practitioner working with the client, um, it's usually performed when the client is laying down on a massage table. Um, but unlike massage, the client is usually fully clothed. All the time uh, over here. <laughs> always ask that, do I have to strip yeah, down? You wear no, clothes no, over you can here wear your clothes. Mm, Play that. <laughs> and, and it's just a very gentle laying on of hands on and around the body, most often moving up around the body about six to 12 inches even in that in that aura, that energy field. And just allowing that Reiki energy to pour into the, the client's body and just help them rest, relax, and really uh, enjoy that sense of well-being. So that's it. Reiki in a nutshell. Nice. Listen, I had a question for you. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. Um, and on the other side of that break, I'm going to ask you this question because you mentioned something about um, physical healing. But I wanted to ask you about Reiki and emotional healing as well. So when we come back, Tracy and I are going to continue this conversation uh, on Reiki energy healing. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back after the break. <music> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events 
to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. Welcome back, everybody. I am your host, Roz Kincaid, and you are listening to Soul Healing Conversations. You can connect with me at rozkincaid.com or at Soul Healing with Roz on Facebook and Instagram. I am here with my good, good friend, Reiki practitioner and award-winning author, Tracy Cosley, talking all about Reiki energy healing. And before the break, Tracy, you were talking about or sharing with the listeners about how... um, how Reiki works, how we can benefit from it. And you mentioned um, in that part of the conversation how when Reiki allows your body to rest and it also, that rest allows your cells and your body to heal. Can you talk about how that relates to uh, emotional rest, emotional healing? Because I've gotten um, a few clients coming to me with, um, they're struggling with panic attacks and they're struggling with asthma, um, not being able to sleep. And and I'm sure you know that that kind of stuff just doesn't happen all of a sudden. That's a buildup of something. How can Reiki help with, with getting, help us getting rest emotionally and healing emotionally? Sure. Um, well, as I mentioned, it, you know, it is a deep permeating restful feeling when you are the recipient of a Reiki treatment. And so, you know, what it does is you're most people who are experiencing emotional um, traumas or mental traumas, they're they're caught in fear, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, or anger is is lodged in their their energy bodies. Okay, and we talked about the energy bodies being the chakras, the aura, um, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, sometimes people don't even realize they've experienced any kind of trauma. They just think, oh, suddenly I'm having panic attacks. Suddenly I'm not being able to sleep. I don't know what's happened. And they're looking for something in their immediate environment as the root cause mm-hmm. of these issues. When really most people, because we haven't been taught how to really manage our emotions and to deal with our emotions, Mm -hmm. we carry them around like really heavy baggage through our whole lives. 
Um, and so, you know, they can be little things that have accumulated over time. I mean, we can look at big things, emotional traumas like childhood bullying, um, mm-hmm. abuse, you know, broken hearts in relationships, those sorts of things. Right. I mean, it can even go up to, you know, PTSD and soldiers or, you know, anything mm-hmm. like that. Okay. And, I, and I've worked with people who have experienced this wide range of emotional trauma too, but they just don't know how to shake it. And so what people usually do is they have this experience and they say, I never want to have this again. And so they try to just bury it, not think about it. And then they kind of reroute their behaviors in order to avoid that thing at all costs. And it's really kind of like having a stone in your shoe. At first, it doesn't really bother you. You can walk a good distance, but eventually it really starts rubbing and then you get a sore and then it's infected. And then what do you do? Mm. Okay, so um, what what Reiki can do, um, and usually it takes a, a definitely a few sessions. Of Reiki, you're not generally going to just go right to that on the first session. Okay, um, usually a person has to go through the process of being able to rest to relax. And then as you go through a few different Reiki sessions, then you really dig down to the root of of that issue. Because what happens is this this mental um, or this, this these experiences or little traumas that build up, they kind of they lodge in the emotional body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we want to kind of like gently pull them up. It's like you mm-hmm. planted the seed, it's become a weed. We need to pull up the whole thing by the root. And right. Reiki can do this in a very gentle way. When a person's relaxed, when they're receptive, they can, you know, they can almost intuit what the issue was. They can remember what that inciting incident was mm-hmm. that caused them to behave in a certain way. And they can observe it for themselves how, what that trajectory, where that trajectory took them. Okay. And so from that point, I think that's a really important point for them to recognize how it kind of all came to be, because then that's the first step in the healing process after being able to identify that they can accept what's happened. Um, they can make changes in their own behavior. Um, they can let go of holding on to all that baggage they've been carrying around. They can mm-hmm. give if they need to. And then they start to feel whole. They feel lighter. They form, feel more energized and they feel like, you know, there's kind of hope on the horizon now. So, you know, there's a lot packed in that, but, you know, people are often surprised that just by resting and letting somebody help flow energy into them, Mm -hmm. that these things start to bubble to the surface. And by the time somebody comes to Reiki, they're really ready to look at themselves. That's my opinion anyway, at least the people that I've been able to work with. Right. It's typically not until it's bad enough that it becomes almost unbearable or it is unbearable that you start to seek help. And, and I would encourage uh, anybody who is um, not yet at that point, but want to kind of get in front of their challenges or issues, whether they be uh, physical or uh, emotional or even spiritual to, to get on a maintenance plan, (laughs) just like you would take a vitamin every day or like you, you are taking your vitamin C, D, zinc and echinacea or whatever you're taking right now to start to get in front of it. (laughs) All the things. (laughs) Right. All the things. Just chucking them in, right? To to add energy healing, Reiki in particular, to your self-care maintenance plan so that you don't have to find yourself 
you know, at that point where, okay, it's really, really bad. I really need some help. You know, don't do like me and wait till you can handle it on your own and then go find somebody to help you. Right. <laughs> like well, get you know, in front of it. You had mentioned, you know, we're talking about emotional issues and I think all physical issues really stem from emotional issues. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a couple of examples. And again, my, my client base, I would say is primarily like 90% female. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about, you know, really experiencing this with women and there's like four primary, um, things, manifestations of this emotional trauma that I really were, have worked with a lot. And some, you know, the listeners might resonate with some of this too. So, um, I had a lot of women, they would come in with thyroid issues mm-hmm. with issues that have to do with their pain, bad pain in their neck and shoulders, mm-hmm. lower back pain and chronic fatigue. Okay. <laughs> wow. And so, you know, I it almost inevitably every single time when somebody said, you know, I, I'm, I'm having trouble with my thyroid medication, I just quite can't, you know, get it, my medications worked out. Mm-hmm. What ended up happening was the message or the trauma was them not being able to speak their truth. Mm-hmm. They, they feel like they didn't want to, they weren't able to ask people for help. They're just overwhelmed. And they felt like they were just kind of all by themselves and, and um, nobody was listening to them when they spoke. And so it was just becoming like this manifestation in the throat chakra and primarily manifesting in the thyroid. Um, You, I know I experienced this too for a long time until I I recognized what it was Mm -hmm. constant perpetual shoulder and neck pain. Oh oh yeah. All the time, (laughs) all the time. Right now, matter of fact. And I'll never forget somebody said to me, why are you shooting on yourself? I'm like, oh. shooting? What do you mean? Oh. Well, and I realized maybe I, I kept saying to myself, well, maybe I should be better. Maybe I should be a better student, but I'm not the, the, the mom that's like the Pinterest mom up the street. I should be better. I was always kind of comparing myself to what other people were doing instead of doing my own thing. And mm. it was really becoming a, a burden on me. Um, so that was kind of another thing too. Um, go ahead. So, okay, pause. So (laughs) what I just heard you say is that mm, we mostly women and, Mm. and, and, and I'm not excluding men either, but Mm -hmm. we collectively, we pile this heaviness, this energy onto our own shoulders by setting expectations of ourselves, uh, uh, I guess rooted in what we see other people doing and that causes this uh tension and tightness in and around our shoulders and neck. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so, a very good way to explain it. And it could start when you're young, you know, you mm. never know. Maybe you're it could be that your parents were always complimenting that girl, that kid across. Oh, look at Sally, she's so smart and pretty, and all these different things. Oh, Tracy, you should be more like her, or you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it can start like that, you know what I mean? And then develop over time. And and so you're always feeling a little self-conscious. You feel like you should be more like that person across the street. Right. Um, but you really just want to be yourself. And so there's that resistance that gathers in your neck and shoulders. Wow. Okay, so that's that's an explanation for that. And that's just something that's it's very common. And so when I start to, you know, I let go of that. I don't experience that anymore. But mm-hmm. every now and then I'll get the twinge and I'll say, okay, where am I comparing? <laughs> or what am I shouldering? Or, wow. <laughs> or think I should be doing that maybe I'm not. 
So, yeah, so that that's a really, really big one. Lower back pain is um, extremely common. I mean, that, I think that could go across, across the board right. um, with males and females. And that's just really not feeling supported by family or loved mm-hmm. ones or people very close to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to do it all yourself. And then um, lastly, the big another big one that I see a lot of is chronic fatigue syndromes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the like. And, you know, that really comes from people not allowing themselves to rest. Your body has to have rest Um, and really good deep rest, including sleep. And sometimes just, you know, spending the weekend vegging and watching all of Netflix. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, if you start to do that stuff in in a I think, you know, it just comes back to remind yourself that we're human beings. Sometimes we just want to be, we want to just be on the couch. We just want to relax, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of human doings, we're always having to do things. And I know, you know, a lot of women always feel like they have to be busy, show that, you know, their, their value in doing and doing it perfectly. Um, And so it causes a lot of um, stress. Um, not sleeping, insomnia, um, and just ultimate fatigue. And then it manifests in, in these types of diseases. And so, so, yeah. I was going to say, and so what Reiki can help do is you can introduce Reiki as part of your self-care to come in and ease that, to to move that energy off. And sometimes Reiki, I'm sure you've experienced um, in, in your practice too, Tracy, is that... D- Getting Reiki or performing Reiki can actually start to stir things up so that they can move up and move out and off of your energy or out of your energy. And sometimes it I've seen it happen to where um, the energy healing will cause people to become more aware mm-hmm. of things that so that they can actually do the work. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm not talking about just Reiki, um, you know, getting Reiki uh, treatments or just doing um, meditations, but doing the hard work to get in counseling, talk to somebody, have conversations with, you know, people set boundaries, stuff like that. So I've seen Reiki, you know, kind of initiate uh, uh, more healing to be done in different types of ways. Um, it's a springboard. It's absolutely yeah. a springboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's a recognition. I mean, you're, you're having this experience, you know, the, the idea or the thought, the intuitive spark comes to you and it's saying, Hey, this is it. This is what the issue is now take action, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that could be saying to your, your husband or significant other, I really need you to listen to what I have to say. I feel like my voice isn't heard and start to speak up, or it could be, I need to speak to somebody, a counselor or get yourself out of a relationship. I mean, Mm -hmm. it really brings it right in front of your face. And then it's up to you to take the ball and run with it. Yes. It can't do everything for you, but it can show you and it can help uh, alleviate the pain that you might be experiencing in physical, mental, emotional, Mm -hmm. that's blocking you. Um, from hearing or sensing or feeling your own intuition. And we all have intuition and that tells us what we need to do and how to do it and what's best for us. Right. Wow. So. I love Reiki. I love what talking about it with you. I'm telling you, man, you, you know what? I, I, I didn't really, I think, I think for me, right. The spiritual piece of it Mm -hmm. the spiritual growth and the spiritual awakening from um reiki and and before i get get into that let me just explain real quick for the people listening that with reiki 
and and feel free to chime in too, Tracy. Yeah. With Reiki, there are when when practitioners um sit down and learn Reiki, we are learning Reiki at three different levels. We're learning Reiki at level one, which focuses on the physical healing. We're learning Reiki at um level two, which focuses on um emotional. And I would kind of say sometimes mental as well. And right. and and then there's uh, level three, where you are focusing more on your spiritual uh, connection and your spiritual growth that can heal like some of that past life stuff. Yeah, um, I think um, and the Reiki too um, is the dismental, emotional um, and distance. Mm-hmm. Healing, right? yes. So yeah, so that's really important, especially right now, since we're all, you know, at home. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we, we do learn Reiki primarily in, in um, three different workshops. Um, and that's the way I've always taught it. That's the way I was learned. Uh, I was, I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, um, you know, you can learn it very, very quickly. It's an easy thing to learn. Very easy. And mm-hmm. it can almost be deceiving with its simplicity. <laughs> right. Um, so don't let that fool you. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a hammer. It looks really simple, but you can really do some damage with that thing, you know? Oh, that's so. right. <laughs> So I think that, um, you know, uh, Reiki one and the way that I would usually teach it is, you know, I like to, I'm a historian by nature. Um, I think it's good to know where things come from and how they evolved. And so I always talk a little bit about the history of Reiki. I come from Yusui lineage, um, Reiki practice, and mm-hmm, which evolved, you know, comes from um, Japan. And I like, you know, you should at least know the three primary people um, that, that made it possible for you to learn Reiki here in the West. And that's Dr. <laughs> Yusui and um, uh, Dr. Hayashi and Mrs. Takata. Those Takata. were three people, that's right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so in Reiki One, you're also learning about the, the energy body and how it all worked together. Um, your chakras and your your energy. I call it the energy highway, the meridians through your body. Right, your, right. The principles of Reiki, even you know. Um, do you, did you um, do you? Did you learn that as well too? The principles of Reiki. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I learned think the same same as you. I learned the history with yeah. Yusui, Hayashi, and Takata. I learned the three principles. I had to go and practice on myself for a certain mm-hmm. amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't practice on nobody. I had to get myself <laughs> together first. I had to be my own first client. All of that. We, you and I, followed pretty much it's the important. same. Thing. Yeah, it's I'm so I'm from the school of Yusui so myself. Yeah, it's important. To, yeah. to be you able can't to help anybody unless you can help yourself. Come and, on. you know, I always tell my students and I try to remind myself, and, you know, it's just like if you were to get on an airplane and nobody's on an airplane right now. But if you were on an airplane, the stewardess would tell you that if, you know, there were loss of pressure, uh, pressure in the cabin, that your oxygen mask would come down. And what would you need to do? Put yours on first before you can help anybody else. You oh, have oh to. that's right. You have right? to. We're going to come, we're going to take another quick break. Um, and when we come back, I want to get into um, a little bit of the spiritual piece about it, as mm-hmm. well as talk a little bit about the, um, the, uh, the distance Reiki since pretty much is what we're all offering these days. So after we come back, we're going to pick up the conversation. So you guys don't move. We're coming right back after this break. <music> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? 
Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm your host, Roz Kincaid, and you are listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Once again, you can connect with me at rozkincaid.com or at Soul Healing with Roz on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, before we jump back in, I want to give another special thank you to my sponsor, Emily Stout at Shine Coaching and Consulting. Again, I'm here with my guest and my friend, Tracy Cosley, talking about all things Reiki. Now, before the break, Tracy, you and I were talking about um, some of the the emotional um, effects or some of the uh, benefits that we can get from Reiki um, that can help give us some emotional rest and some emotional healing. But over the break, you and I kind of started to get into um, how Reiki can start to affect us on a spiritual level, as well as how we can we practitioners can um, use Reiki from a distance to even still send energy healing across time, across location, all of that. But I know for me, um, I have experienced a, a, a good amount, um, and I'm not there all the way. I'm not I'm not 100, but I've experienced a good amount of spiritual growth and it's helped me along uh, my spiritual awakening just from uh, practicing Reiki, but also receiving Reiki. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Right. Um, I agree. I've had the same exact uh, experiences. Um, you know, Reiki, it, it is, well, first of all, it, it, let me just say it has nothing to do with religion. I get that a lot in the early days. Do, do I have to be a practitioner of a certain religion or something like that um, to work with Reiki? And the answer is no, Reiki is totally non-denominational. You could practice any religion or none at all, um, but you can still benefit from Reiki. 
Um, and when you do decide to give Reiki a try, um, it can support your spiritual growth and awakening um, because it helps you to um, cultivate a deeper connection with yourself. Mm. Firstly, your body, um, tuning into how it feels, what it wants to eat, what is not good for it anymore. That's just the basic. Well, a lot of us, we just don't listen. We just feed ourselves and we're wondering why we're not losing weight and all this kind of stuff. You know, maybe we've had one too many glasses of wine. We need to pair back on that. Just getting in your body mm-hmm. and feeling and listening is one of the first things we have to do that. But from that, um, we start to tap into our feelings, our emotions, our desires, what we're really wanting out of life. And that all comes from the intuition. That's all intuition. That's the guidance that, you know, our true deepest guidance that's coming through us. And that's because we've aligned our body, mind, and spirit through the practice of Reiki. And so naturally, our intuition is enhanced. Um, So that's just kind of been my experience, you know, I mean, accessing that higher consciousness, I find Mm -hmm. that I'm always having, I I love being able to do Reiki for myself, but I really like doing it with other people. The cool thing about Reiki is it's not you as a person, like some, there are some practices out there, uh, healing practices that the practitioner is giving away their own life force energy. Mm. That is not happening in Reiki. Right. Coming through us, we're sharing that experience with the client. And it's like together you're accessing this collective consciousness. And so anytime I work for the client and something's coming up for them, I think, you know what, the reason this person is here is because there's something that I mm-hmm. look at myself. It's mm-hmm. like a mirror, right? So wow. have you had that same experience too? Absolutely. Nine times out of 10 of uh, people that come through my door, sit across from me in the chairs in, in my office, or I look at them over Zoom these days. Um, <laughs> There's there, there's always, always something that I can identify with them mm-hmm. that they're struggling with. Um, and, and not just for me to say, hey, I feel you. I see you. You know, I know what you're going through. But no, that to me says that, OK, I might need a little more work myself in this area. Yeah. Share your experience with your client. But also I have to take a look inward to see and check myself and say, hey, I might I might need a touch over here. That's right. It's like talking <laughs> to the man in the mirror. You know, yes. I, I, many, many times that's happened for me. So, you know, I, I feel like, you know, those insights, um, you know, they definitely come from within, but, but you're, you're also receiving it from that highest spiritual source, whatever you want to call that love, universe, whatever it's up mm-hmm. to you. Um, but you know, when you receive that, there's this deep knowing and it just kind of floods your system and, and you know, you're onto something and you know, you can make that change and you're on the right path and you know, the step to take, there's just a glorious feeling about it. So. You know what else I've, uh, I've noticed um, since having um, been doing Reiki and, and getting more uh, Reiki done on me is that I have become more, uh, how can I say it? I've become more um, accepting of who I am, who other people are. You know, I still struggle sometimes with the whole comparison and judgment and because, you know, because that's, that's you know, programming. You know, yeah. that, that stuff don't go away overnight. But I tell you that it's been um, less less palatable um with me because I've been working I've been you know getting Reiki energy uh practiced on me and I go in you know probably I try to get in once a once a month 
but it's something about um from a spiritual perspective that um I don't buy into you know religious rules and stuff I'm more about spirituality I'm more about connection because you know that's to me that's what matters for me that's what I resonate with the most Mm -hmm. and I will attribute that to um having um been involved with Reiki around it sharing and you know sharing with other people Mm -hmm. like the gift receiving it all of it just healing in general I mean Reiki is only one way of many to do it but I'm telling you it's very um profound it's Mm -hmm. very effective um so effective like I was we were saying earlier it can travel across time space distance Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. the 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 energy knows where to go and so you know a lot of people a lot of practitioners have been offering distance Reiki um these days to um you know still service their clients because they know people are still in need Mm -hmm. what uh, and I know that there's some skepticism about distance Reiki, especially if you've never had Reiki before, if you have or you, you don't have it very often. Can you explain um, how distance Reiki works and how people can benefit from it um, during this time? Sure. I, I think it's OK to be skeptical about distance Reiki because I know I was, too. <laughs> Me, too. But, but, I was like, you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll admit it, I was, too. I was like, this is no possible way this can work. But then again, there were a lot of things I didn't know about life. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so essentially distance Reiki or remote healing can be done from, say, just across a room or across the world. Um, In Reiki level two, a practitioner learns to send Reiki energy across time and space. Um, And because energy is everything and everything is energy, we can connect energetically via our thoughts and feelings with anyone, anytime, anywhere around the world, okay? And so a great example of that is, um, you know, thinking uh, about a friend or a family member you haven't seen or talked to in a really long time, and then suddenly, up they call you or you bump into them in the grocery store. (laughs) That's always kind of weird, but you wonder, how does that happen? I was just thinking of you. Well, because there was an energetic connection Mm. that is never severed, and we are all connected, I know that's kind of sounds like a cliche, but we really truly are. We're energy and we're connected with people all over the world. That's why when things are happening in New York and Italy right now and all this trauma, we're really feeling it too. Yeah. Okay. Um, So there is that connection there and anybody can send love and, and light and, and chi. They can send healing energy. It might not be as, powerful as say a Reiki master or something like that right now, but you do have the ability through your, your, your focus and in your intention to send healing to anyone anywhere around the world. So it's really quite simple. All you have to do is just have the intention to do it. If it helps, um, you just, you know, grab a photograph of somebody that, you know, you want to connect with, or you can connect via zoom. Um, that connection is there. Um, mm-hmm. but you don't need that just your intention, that person's image or, you know, name in your mind and just your focus and you're doing it. I'm telling you the, the, the power of thought and intention is enough to, to heal, to, to break, mm-hmm. to, to loosen, to anything, to change, to transform. And, and I like what you said is that, you know, you, you don't, you don't need, like people don't need like a, I'm not going to say don't need a license, but if you, if you want your, you know, your, your healing to be strong and powerful. Yes. I recommend you, you know, learn Reiki, get attuned, do what you need to do become a master if you so choose to, if you feel like you need to, but that stuff is not required. 
It's like you, th- there is no requirement to send love. All you need to do is put it in your intention, put it in your thoughts and send it on to the person that you need. It's almost like telling somebody, you know, my thoughts are with you. Condolences, peace and love. I mean, that's that's one form of doing it. I mean, you don't it's, it's not simple. I think people make it too complicated. I think and that's exactly <laughs> right. And it doesn't Reiki doesn't seem very complicated. And so people think this couldn't possibly work. It works. But it absolutely does work. And, um, you know, you really can feel it. That recipient really can feel it, you know. And I imagine that, you know, a lot of um, Reiki practitioners are really working overtime sending their distance Reiki to these, you know, yeah. medical practitioners on the front lines just dealing with, you know, illness and death. I mean, mm-hmm. coming out from every angle. So if they're not already and you're out there and you hear this, please give it a try. <laughs> please do. <laughs> I think it all use a little bit of that. You know? Right. Let's support each other, you know, let's support each other. Let's support the people who are, you know, trying to keep us safe, trying to keep us well and, um, you know, do what we can to to support, you know, collective healing all together. So we have um, we have a few minutes before we have to wrap the show. Girl, we could listen long after this show is over. Me and Tracy will can can (laughs) be talking about this probably till tomorrow. (laughs) But we got stuff to do. We got families to tend to. <laughs> so listen, um, Tracy, I want to thank you so, so much for being on the show today and for sharing your knowledge and your experience about Reiki with us. I'm I'm truly grateful to have you be part of my journey and and just have you a part of this conversation and kind of help enlighten the people. So um let us tell tell our listeners how they can reach you after today's show. Uh, well, first, let me tell you, this has been an honor and a privilege. I'm so proud of you. I'm so <laughs> proud of this show. I think it's an awesome, amazing thing. And I, I know it's going gonna, gonna to be great. Um, you can reach me on my website, tracycosley.com. That's Tracy with a C-Y. And uh, I think the other details are on your um, your website, yes. tracycosley.com. Or you can email me at tracy at tracycosley.com. If you have questions about Reiki um, or anything like that, I'll be happy to answer and uh, tell you what I know. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right, y'all, it is time for me to give away a free distance Reiki session. So let me let me pull my little my little bowl out and dig out a name. It's exciting. Ooh, drum roll. <laughs> so today's winner, this week's winner is Hezekiah Badeau. Hezekiah, congratulations. You won, bro. <laughs> I'm going to be contacting you, Hezekiah, very soon to schedule your session. Congratulations again, and I will be talking to you soon. So listen, everybody, if you didn't uh, win today, that's all right. Just make sure you go to the to my website, roskinkate.com, to uh, enter to win. I'll announce another winner next week at the end of the show. So make sure you tune in. And as a consolation to those who um, entered but didn't win today, I am going to do a collective distance Reiki energy healing for you this week. So everybody gets something, right? So I want to thank you all for joining the conversation today. I really do hope that this conversation between me and Tracy um, inspired you all to give Reiki a try and find the healing that you you feel like you need. You know, find the support you feel like you need. Um, there's a lot of great benefits to just laying down and resting. I think that, you know, collectively, this is what coronavirus is, is blessing us, us mm-hmm. with. I mean, I'm not ignoring, not cupcaking it. I'm not ignoring the fact that people are really suffering financially and physically and mentally and emotionally, but we're also getting some really good things out of this too. And so I feel like if 
we just slow down for a minute, slow down and, and, you know, take inventory of the things that we do have and things that we are grateful for. Um, we're going we're gonna to be all right. We'll be all right. So let's keep the conversation going on Facebook and Instagram at Soul Healing with Roz. Talk to me. Share me. Share your thoughts with me or experience with Reiki. And like Tracy, if you have any questions about Reiki or you would like to work with me one-on-one, you can book a session with me at RozKincaid.com. And listen, join me next week for another conversation. I'll continue this energy healing uh, series with a conversation with Uma Alexandra B-Pat on Access Bars. You don't want to miss it. Until then, you guys, stay safe, be well, take care of yourselves, rest, rest. Bye, everybody. Thank you again for listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Please join Roz Kincaid again for another program next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week.